Anyway, um, so hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Last Song You Heard. I'm your host, Kev. Uh, thank you for coming back for another week of me talking to my friend about music. So this week, uh, I have someone who I've tried to have on the show before, but he was too busy being uh, a rock star in Europe, and uh, he probably doesn't, <laughs> um, and uh, was was unable to, to meet last time. He's lucky I brought him back this time. Mm-hmm. Um, former roommate, uh, former friend, honestly, at this point um <laughs> uh, without further ado uh Dre, how are you i'm doing fantastic kevin how are you i'm uh i'm doing well i'm doing well why are we talking like we're on npr why not yeah <laughs> god you're so right that's what um, we're trying to do man so uh yeah no i i've been i've been uh looking forward and and, and i've said this about basically everybody i'm not gonna lie uh but mainly because we're all so gift gifted when it comes to music but whether it's uh playing or you know listening uh whatever it is so i i was um but we have played music together we have indeed did you just wave me on to tell me to like no i did not (laughs) these are just my hand oh gotcha gotcha (laughs) so no so uh you know you are actually the person who taught me how to dj which is funny and taught in the sense of like it was just like hey i'm doing this thing so you're gonna do it too hey man you picked it up pretty quick yeah we uh we we lived across the hall from one another in the house in maniunk so so we spent uh quite a lot of time talking about music so this is not even this is we might like it, it, it we've always said like i wish we were recorded these things like whenever mm. we would talk and, and now we're actually doing it so i forgot to mention what this podcast is and i've done that i think three shows in a <laughs> row now so uh, as i mentioned this you know is the last song you heard this is a podcast where uh, we talk about literally the last song that my guest has heard and so without further ado Dre, what's the last song you heard the last song that i heard kevin mm-hmm was Ain't That Easy by D'Angelo. Mm, great song. D'Angelo's amazing. We're going to play a little bit of that right now. What a great track that was. I hope everyone liked it. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> that that was really cool. I like that song. I'm keeping this in. Anyway, um, so tell me a little bit about your relationship to this song in particular, D'Angelo as a whole. I know. I mean, we're both huge fans of his. Um, I think he is undeniably an amazing, amazing, amazing artist when it comes to R&B and soul. You know, he's he is a voice like no other, too. Um, so 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 tell me a little bit about the song and what it means to you and, and, and what D'Angelo is, is to you. So with this song, it's the opening track off of his last album that he put out, Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. And I've been a fan of D'Angelo since I was pretty much a kid, like being in cars with my mom and always hearing the music. But I think what really tied me to this album was right before it came out, I got to see him play Made in America. Yep. And I pretty much got to see this whole album play live. And once I heard the album live, it kind of brought me back to that every time. Mm-hmm. So I just have like like a really strong connection with it. Yeah. And then having that be the opening track of a song, it's just super groovy and it just like gets you in the mood for how pretty much the whole vibe of the album is going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I was uh, with you uh, at that performance you were indeed i was actually gonna go i've seen d'angelo live and i kind of forgot that (laughs) you were there um so i gotta say he was when it comes to festivals a lot of times people get lost in the mix Mm -hmm. like it's really hard to just like parse out like yeah like obviously like that show i think that was the same year that jay-z came jay it was the first that year. was the good music one yeah, yeah and then the and then kanye came out and brought a bunch of people Big with them and it was yeah. like literally like one of the coolest things i've ever experienced but then it's like oh fuck d'angelo was there too uh, he stole and that show from me it was unbelievable I, I was and it's funny because i was recently thinking about it um because with this i asked people about hey what's your favorite show that you've seen and things and i was thinking back and i was like that d'angelo performance was incredible like mm-hmm. he, he he he's as if he never yeah, he, <laughs> but he, oh, man. he he kept he just he it's as if he never left you know and i say that yeah. because he took a break for so long it's like good like 13 years or yeah and like i mean he had his own issues i mean it sounded like he had a lot of mental health problems come up and yeah. uh drug addictions and, and and sincere terrible anxiety i think was a big driving force behind that really if i remember correctly i don't know if i'm just kind of i mean even with him being as the 
performer that he is, I mean, there's always going to be that like, yeah. in the background. Like, yeah. You can always have anxiety for something like that. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I get nervous when I have to get the food that's been delivered because I have to interact with a human being. That's why I'm so glad that Uber Eats exists so I don't <laughs> have to call to order my food right? anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it is. Uh, it's a godsend. I'm so thankful um, for the lack of human interaction <laughs> that this day and age uh, allows that's us. That's where anyway. we're headed, man. But I did want to talk about the album a little bit because it came out in 2014 and as we said it was 13 years after his album before that uh, or 14 actually because voodoo came out in 2000 um and this whole album is perfect oh absolutely back to front this album is perfect and i think there was so much hype leading up to it there was so much just like oh my god d'angelo's back like i don't know i can't remember really seeing like singles coming out like i feel like it just kind of everyone was like here is mm-hmm. and it and in doing some reading there was some teasers and whatnot but uh and then sugar daddy came out i think as a single and then mm-hmm. one other song dropped but i don't really remember that i just remember Neither being like I. holy fuck there's a d'angelo album here yeah and it was incredible and it is incredible it's still an album i come back to yeah, every once in a while his his other his album voodoo is something that uh is always something that i listen to oh, yeah. i mean that is just that album, I mean, all of it, everything. I don't even know yeah. what, you know. But I mean, with that album coming out in 2014, and it's still in my constant, like, heavy rotation mm-hmm. every day, just says something about it. It's like an absolute work of art. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's uh, he's incredible. <laughs> he's still, like, he's still out. I mean, he just released a song recently on the Red Dead Redemption 2 soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Unshakable? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And, like, or Unshaken, I think Unshaken, is what it is. yes. And, and it was, and I'll still never forget, because I love that game, and uh, that song comes on during the game. Oh, really? And I was like, this voice kind of sounds familiar, but I'm not totally sure who it is, because it doesn't really sound like D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a little bit different from like his normal show. Yeah, it's more of like a slow, like dirgy, very country, mm-hmm. like backcountry kind of sound. It fits the vibe of the game. Oh, a million 100%. percent. And I didn't realize it was him until it came, like it was like really, like I think I it came out on Spotify and I was like, oh, fuck, that's D'Angelo. Yeah. Like, and then we, we had been talking about it somewhat recently. Well, so when it comes to... Like with D'Angelo, though, I mean, what would you, if I know this is like pick? It's like a Sophie's choice. What's your what's your go to album? Is it this? Is it Voodoo? Like, uh, as a whole, I would have to say Black Messiah. But I think my favorite song is off of uh, I can't. What's the album before Voodoo? It's Brown Sugar. It's either on Brown Sugar. It's either on Brown Sugar or Voodoo, but a Spanish joint. I know. Okay, and yeah. that. It's just like every time I hear that's that song, on, uh, that's on Voodoo. It is on Voodoo. Yeah. yeah, that song is amazing, and they actually do in the live version of when they play, they'll play "Betray My Heart" off of Black Messiah, and then halfway through they go right into that song. What? So in its in its like full lawless transition too. Damn. So on Spotify, actually, they have a live version. Of I you know what? I think I've even listened to that, and I it's but I think I only listened to it like once or twice, and mm-hmm. then just kind of you know moved oh, yeah. along. But, I always go back to that. Yeah, this is, and I will say one thing with this show that's it's. Been doing is I go back and listen to these albums that like I end up talking about a lot, mm. and this is like I mean I already do listen to a lot of D'Angelo, but yeah. like still being able to revisit a lot oh, of stuff. I'm gonna tomorrow is gonna be a great day at work. Um, <laughs> so as far as the genre in itself goes, I mean I th- I feel like what if you want to call it neo soul or throw you know soul music and mm-hmm. R&B's had a really big kind of comeback recently there's Absolutely. been a humongous blow up when it whether it comes to more pop sound oriented where it's a little bit more palatable mm-hmm. um all the way to more d'angelo coming out um i feel like someone like music soul child had an album come out recently really yeah uh and Ooh. i've only listened to it like it was one of those fridays where like a shitload of music came out so mm-hmm. he, he kind of slipped slipped through the cracks a little bit but okay. if you had to pull one person out that is not D'Angelo, who's an artist in the soul, more more current soul, I guess. Like solo artist or a band? It could be either. It doesn't matter. Hiatus Coyote. Amazing. Like, yeah. that was, like that would always be like my second choice for that because they, choice. I mean, for them, especially with, uh, I think they're from Australia. It's either Australia or New Zealand, but like yeah. that general area of the world, the music that is coming out mm-hmm. is pretty much like unprecedented from yeah. like anywhere else in the world and when i heard that band for the first time like i was literally blown away yeah it was actually colin who showed me them for yeah the first same time. i think yeah. i think you through via colin or colin showed mm-hmm. me like it was all around that because i remember them coming to the city like we i remember seeing them with colin 
oh yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. underground arts yeah um and that was the when it sold out and like half of us couldn't go yeah no one planned ahead and then we all walked up as a crew because like they weren't that big at the time and you're like oh, no no yeah. we could totally do this we're a block away yeah this is the dumbest decision I ever made yeah no life. i got a ticket and then colin got a ticket and then everyone else was just like oh like you said like they're not that popular yeah. and then it was like they we walked up and it was immediately sold out yep like, but that's the same thing that happened with uh, Krungbin, I think, the first time I saw them. See that? I would never do that with them. Well, it was like they played Underground Arts and no one got a ticket, and then I just went by myself. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was cool. Wow, them at Underground Arts would have been amazing. It, it was. It was the Matson 2 opened, uh, and they're really similar, somewhat similar to okay. their two twin brothers, and they just oh, cool. play like jazzy kind of music, and mm-hmm. they're, they, they killed it then, and they're actually coming back soon and i might go see them they're playing with someone big too cool. anyway we could talk about all that stuff yeah. with hiatus coyote i think they were actually i think i reckon that was my recommendation it was a couple episodes ago two episodes ago their talk tomahawk album oh, and yeah. that was an album that i i definitely will put on just kind of randomly like i'll put it on in the background and i won't even realize that sometimes like it's just like on mm-hmm. my spotify kind of just out there um they are a band that needs to do more stuff Oh, yeah. I think they've all kind of been splintered off and doing their own thing. Yeah, they all have, like, solo albums. The rest of the band has, like, another solo project that yeah. they're all doing together. But I think they're in the process of yeah. writing another album. I but, hope so. But, I mean, it's been... Because that, that album actually came out the same year that Malibu did by Anderson Pack. Oh, So, like, wow. I was, like, obsessed with both of those albums and then just nothing from them since. Yeah, no, it's been a real shame. I feel like they had their moment and kind of didn't run with it which they, is they did for an extent but it's just like they i guess like with them touring and living on the other side of the world it's understandable. and all of them being as talented as they are mm-hmm. they have so many different outlets mm-hmm. that they could be doing mm-hmm. so well it's funny i actually saw them open for chance the rapper oh i, I remember at the electric that. factory it was Didn't get came. To see that. yes yeah, suze showed up as they ended and oh, like so she was like i have to come i have to see them like chance obviously but like i have to see hiatus coyote and i showed up and got in as they started mm-hmm. and then and they were like second on the bill like it was like someone and then them and then it was like dram and there was someone even between them who didn't make it and like dram ended up not making it at first and came really? out during chance's set um chance was uh, like I cried from, and I feel like I say that a lot on this show, um, <laughs> but I I genuinely was standing in the crowd, crying because of how positive Chance was. Hell and yeah, like dude. this was before his last album came out too. Like so he still like he had sold out the Electric Factory. Like there's no mm-hmm. doubt that he was huge, but like he still wasn't quite at the level that he is now. Yeah, and just being able to see him and then like hi- I mean fucking Hiatus Coyote was there like I almost forget about that from time to time yeah. um, but uh, they put on such a crazy good show mm-hmm. and since then yeah I mean because I, I got to see them once but then I also got to see Napalm the lead singer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. actually on my birthday she did like a solo show where was that at? Uh, Union Transfer Ooh. actually and like that like as a whole, like I love her voice, like I love her whole positivity oh, yeah, thing she's about incredible. her, and then yeah. seeing her by herself and just getting like the raw emotion and mm-hmm. just like her music, like on her own, was just like such a different experience from seeing the band live too. I haven't checked into too much of her solo stuff, but when they're playing, when she's playing live, does she also do like hiatus songs or no? Well, I mean, at the time when I saw them, uh, her solo stuff hadn't come out yet, gotcha. so it was just like a Choose Your Weapon and I think Needle Paul was gotcha. her solo album, gotcha. but. They pretty much just like do. I mean, they'll she'll have like they'll do like acoustic s like versions mm-hmm. of their song, but for the most part, I've it's seen just some, like the band. I think I saw a video of her. Like it was like like a water like a watered down. It was like a a stripped down version of a hiatus coyote song, and yeah. it was like kind of billed as her. So I wasn't sure. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not complaining. I will see her oh, regardless. Yeah. Like it it doesn't matter to me. But we could talk about hiatus coyote for a whole fucking show. Oh, man. Um, I was curious just because of. Like, when it comes to your, like, your favorite song, I want your Desert Island song. I know that's a lot to just, like, pull a song out of the ether, because especially someone like yourself, you play music, too. Yeah. Like, you, it's hard. That's I, very hard. I have, like, five. That's There's not just one, so if you need to name a few. But I like to ask that question, because it really puts people on the spot. And it kind of just, like, makes me, like, draw songs I got in my head, and it's, like, the first one. Because, yeah. I mean, there's... Damn. Um, 
I guess like since I mentioned Anderson Pack earlier, mm-hmm. almost like any of his songs, but uh, "Put Me Through" mm-hmm. by him, yeah. I I could pretty much listen to that song on repeat forever. Yeah, but also that's almost every one of his songs. Yeah, but like that, I mean, ain't that easy? Honestly, mm-hmm. like is another one because I literally listen to that song on repeat on my way over here yeah, to it's, do this. It's podcast. funny, I'm actually on my Spotify and literally because you can see your friend activity. That is the, the last, last song. song. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually quality check that shit. Hell yeah, man. I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> you do all the time. What? what? <laughs> oh, uh, man. No, it's funny. Uh, so with Anderson Pac, I actually, because like with Tim, did you just look? I thought, because like I have like all the shit in my hair and I want to make sure it's like it on your wall. Yeah, I thought you, because I had said Anderson Pac, and then you turned around as it looked like his name. I was like, hey, is he here? It's like the Ellen DeGeneres where I'm like, and here he is. <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> anyway, um, I had actually talked to Tim and Colin about this because they've both been on the show already. The concert. Uh, they, the concert. Mm. I'm so mad at myself for missing it. Dude, it was like it was pretty much like a last because we had band practice actually earlier that day in the mm-hmm. concert. And the day before, Tim was like, so there's still tickets for this concert. I'll buy them all right now. And you guys mm-hmm. just Venmo me later. But do you want to do this? And we we're all just like, why not? Yeah. And that literally ended up being one of the best live performances I have ever ever seen because like the dude's an amazing drummer the Mm -hmm. dude can sing the dude can rap the dude can dance Mm -hmm. he was like running through the crowd like it was it was something else man i really was i it's funny i'm still i will be perfectly honest i'm still warming up to his last album um which one ventura Ventura. that it's with that like i heard an interview with him he's Mm -hmm. like i wanted to put out two albums within a year Mm -hmm. but like he did it within like six months and i just wanted two albums two personalities so like you really get the the produced like side with like Dr. Dre yeah. and like you can definitely hear that in the album. But oh, I absolutely. think with Ventura he wanted to just like pretty much just do it with just the free nationals yeah, yeah. and you can kinda get that feel. And so I guess a lot of people were expecting like a continuation of Oxnard. Mm-hmm. But I kinda liked how you can see the different sides of him and like the musicality that he has dude he's incredible and there's no like there's no denying it i will admit like i'm not someone who i would say i'm a super fan of his i I like his music a ton he's he's just one of those it's like one of those things where i'm like i don't know like i listen to his music i i've listened to oxnard so many times at this point and Mm. like i actually really like that album it took me it took me a bit to get really into it but i do like but i feel like uh i'm one of those people that's just like i don't i'm not fully like the reason i didn't go to his show was i was like i I mean i was like i really like him earl sweatshirt was on it uh who was the other person uh thundercat yeah and thundercat like i love we missed thundercat oh yeah because we thought he was going to be direct support which he should have been and then he should have been the basis for like the free national like he should have yeah like coming in and doing shit with him too yeah it would have made sense but at the same time yeah yeah that's what it is um and then i decided not to and again it's because i was like i don't know like the ticket was expensive i will say they were like yeah like 40 bucks and at the time i just didn't have the scratch but like I I just couldn't. It was one of the first times where I was like, I don't want to go because I'm not a hundred percent in on this. Oh yeah, I mean, but that's also like yeah. I've done that with a lot of shows, and like that'll make me either it'll like make or break yeah. that artist for me. Yeah, and like with me, it was really easy since I knew ninety percent of the songs that he was singing. Cause oh, yeah. I haven't honestly fully gotten into Adventure either, but. Mm-hmm. I do love, like, a few songs on there, but, like, he did a pretty good mix of, like, going across the board of, like, all of his music, so there's pretty much something for everybody. Yeah, no, I I mean, and, like, the more I talk about it, I must be a glutton for punishment, because I've been the one to bring it up every single time that I've talked to someone about that show, and been like, I didn't get to go. What were your thoughts on this incredible performance? (laughs) (laughs) But, But going off of that, I am curious, then, if, if it's not that show, what has been your favorite live performance that you've seen? Um. because hmm. we've been to a lot of shows today. I know but and it's like but there's like they're all good for such different reasons but the other guy like the first thing that popped into my head was D'Angelo in yeah. America there you go I mean that's and like I, he yeah. I mean the way that like you see other people play mm-hmm. that day on like that main stage he that's right he was on the main stage at like four in the afternoon yeah. too but like he took control of like that whole crowd there like, wasn't and it wasn't a t- sorry i know i'm interrupting but there wasn't like i remember i feel like i remember being able to get through the crowd pretty easily oh yeah and like i was like why aren't there more people here yeah. it, like there was there was a bunch of people there but it was it wasn't like shoulder to shoulder yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be it was also like, early like we said you know like mm-hmm. you were saying it was like four in the afternoon but you could see like he was doing like the hand yeah. thing, with the shaking the hand thing you could look around and like everybody in that crowd was doing it and like yeah, he was yeah. he was just such a good performer and like watching him play piano, watching him sing, watching him play guitar, just yeah. like do what he does, like and he loves to do really well. It's like it was 
God, he was so good. He was so good. Um, he needs to do more. I'd, I'd give him a little bit, but I feel he's he's got to be. I mean, who knows at this point? He took a 13, 14 that's year a, break. Yeah, it'll so. be like it'll be like twenty six years from now, and he'll put out something else that's just just it's if just, not better. Yeah, it's just like you can hear like it's still him, but like his sound is. I can't even say it's like maturing because like he pretty much found his sound, but it's yeah. it is progressing. Oh yeah, and it's like keeping up with the times. Yeah, too. no, he did a he did a great job with that, and we again we could another just like hiatus Kennedy, we could have a whole podcast. I'm pretty sure just on D'Angelo. Absolutely. Um. I, as far as like a newer band you've been listening to, because this is something, one of the reasons I wanted to put this podcast together is because I want people to hear new things. Like the listeners, I want them to be like, oh, I've never heard of D'Angelo before. Or, like I've never heard that album, Black Messiah, or like I've never heard whatever, and they can pull yeah. from that. But one thing, a new band recently, like is not the band that you're in, because we'll be talking about that soon. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Fair um, enough. Who, like, who's been, been kind of your thing right now? Uh, so... I wouldn't be surprised if Colin actually said it as well, but nothing. It's like completely on opposite side mm-hmm. of like D'Angelo, but this band Black Midi. No, he didn't. I don't believe he mentioned because he was he was the one who showed me them. But they, uh, we initially saw a video of them. It was like the Icelandic KEXB. Oh, and these kids are like between like seventeen and eighteen years old, mm-hmm. but they are just like. They're like a math rock band, but they're really into like it's like organized chaos. Gotcha. Pretty much. He and, may have mentioned them, actually. But they, they just released an album. It's called, like, Of Schlagenheim. Oh. Because I'm pretty sure they're from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> In the Nordic, like... Maybe Schlagenheim. Yeah. Who knows? But, uh... I'm gonna look that up while you're... Yeah, but they have... Their their music is just, like, for that type of music, like, I would definitely listen to, like, a lot of, like, mathy stuff like that. Gotcha. But it's really really refreshing and seeing how young they are mm-hmm. and how just creative it is. And it like it really is. It could be really noisy at times, but like they do have like really good musicality in their music. Gotcha. Yeah, it is. It is called Schlagenheim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, Black Midi. That's awesome. I'm gonna mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Colin did mention them. I still. Have yeah. To I mean, he was the one because when I actually said that he was the one who showed me Hiatus Coyote, he was before he showed me the band. He was like, "This band is." It might change some shit for you. And I was like, that's a bold statement. And Ooh. then he said it again with this band. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, that's I trust a, you. Yeah, that's a huge, like, that's some high praise. Yeah. For, you know. And it's not even, it's like high praise as well, but he also knows my music Yeah, he wouldn't really just well. give that to you. Yeah, and like, I was like, because like at first I was like, eh, maybe. And then they started playing and not realizing that I'm like glued to the TV mm-hmm. for like the entire 25 minute like set that they played. And by the end, it was we need to watch that again. Like it was that crazy. If you're around in November, they're gonna be here. So I know. Okay, gotcha. but I may not be. No, no, I should be. Gotcha. We'll All right. See. Well, we can figure that out. All yeah. Fair. Colin already bought a bunch of tickets for. I'm anyway. not shocked about that. <laughs> I'm actually gonna hit him up because I have. To, I, I I've never even listened to them, but based on your description and Colin's description, you yeah. I mean, they're they're something, man. They're yeah. definitely worth checking out. <laughs> I love that description for like bands. It's like they're, they're something. They're something. I, I feel know. like that's like the the catch-all descript, descriptor for. Um, oh God, what is the name of that band? Uh, that like noise. Um, oh fuck. Uh, Give me some hints, man. I might be able to help it's you. Out. The, it's uh, the the uh, the guy's name is Zach. He's the drummer, and then uh, like the it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. Nope. God, it's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna kill me, and I'm gonna look like an idiot in front of all my friends. Well, you I mean you do that anyway? So. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, oh shit. Anyway. Uh, so one question I always like to ask too is about um, like physical music because it's such a a, a media it's 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 back again. Mm-hmm. Um, records are huge and 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 people are all about you know analog music and it sounds better, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily it's just like true. audiophiles just being snooty. Yeah, like old records sound better because mm-hmm. of how they were. Whatever, we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, all the podcast. Man. Last piece of music you purchased that was like a physical piece of music. Choose your weapon. God damn it! Because <laughs> actually, I actually bought three. Because I haven't bought vinyls in years, but the last yeah. three vinyls that I bought were Talk Tomahawk, Choose Your Weapon, and To Pimp a Butterfly. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. I should have known <laughs> that it, it, everything is surrounding Hiatus Coyote. Dude, they are like they are literally that band for me. Yeah. No, I and uh, that's 
<laughs> I mean, you're asking the right questions, but it's just going to keep you on back yeah. full circle. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I I feel like that's a, a lot of the conversations that I've had are mm-hmm. similar to that, where it's like, we'll talk about something, and then it's like, yeah, you of course you're going to purchase that music on in a physical medium because it's important to you. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I've really bought many vinyls since because I want to buy every album that I love on vinyl, but it's a Same. very, very expensive hobby. It's impossible. Yeah. I recently had been like, uh, I saw uh, the Adventure Time, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Like it's a four disc soundtrack. Oh really? And it came up on my Facebook today, and I was like, I mm. and I I can't afford it. I like I can't. Like, I want it. And I'm just I like looking it. at it, and I'm like, do I just? It, it's like it, I'm sure it was like fifty dollars. Like I didn't even look at the price. Like yeah. I was like, it's gonna. It's it's four. It's four. Di- it's too expensive. Like <laughs> I'll take one side, please. Like, <laughs> can you do that? Can you just cut it in half? Like <laughs> can I just get like a day pass? But like for. <laughs> Like for a record, for a record. <laughs> I don't know what drugs you're on, man. But I'm just picturing someone at like the record shop just being like, "Get out of my yo, stuff. man! Can I just get like one minute? Yeah, can I get like a song? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just. It's like iTunes, right? Like, I, here's a dollar. I'll give give me a song. Yeah, for that just record. like give me that sliver of the vinyl. <laughs> I want the bumps, just... bro. Or I guess it's the inverse of that. Anyway, <laughs> um, so when it comes to like, because obviously you, you have a pretty defined taste, like or mm-hmm. that, or well, in the sense of like that we're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah you know, yeah. there's very there. I mean, and as long as I've known you, there's definitely that there's genres that you are attracted to that mm-hmm. you definitely like, like like soul, hip hop, like oh, and yeah. then you know, like more like trappy kind of like edm stuff i oh, would yeah. say is more in your wheelhouse as opposed to i mean it kind of covers everything you're very diverse in your yeah, i mean i try case. to keep it like i try not to pigeonhole myself well, with yeah. like genres but there definitely are ones that like i have like a preference towards of course but yeah. i do try to keep that as open as possible and always like try to listen to new things have people like recommend me music because like they know my taste pretty mm-hmm. well so mm-hmm. like i'm always open to new stuff yeah no i was gonna why well, it kind of the is there is there like a song or an artist that like like I, if I opened up your, you know, Spotify and you're like, oh, oh, I don't, maybe don't, I don't want him to see that. Like I, it, it could be a guilty pleasure. It could just be someone that you like that you're like, I don't think people really know that I fuck with this. Like, <laughs> um, I can't even say that like I fully fuck with it, but like on the way here, before I got here, I was listening to Infinity on High by Fallout Boy. Nice. Like the one with like thanks for the memories. Dude, yeah. and, like I don't, I don't even know why. Like I guess like just like I saw it, and I was like, you know what? Dude, that album is great. Yeah. I'm not even that's that that, that uh, is a, that and also uh, three cheers for sweet revenge. Another uh, is still like one of my favorite albums by that, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, no, I mean I think um, I mean that My Chemical Romance album is uh, I would say it, it's one of those albums where like I feel like if you if someone like had it in their hand in the future and and like was looking at it they could literally say oh this is how teenagers were in this day <laughs> absolutely because like, like absolutely. for the most part i mean mm-hmm. like that emo scene thing that was coming up that was the the, the, the hotness at the time mm-hmm. like i mean that was an ex- they're an extreme version of it for sure um because like we were in, in that like we like oh, i def- yeah. like but like we weren't putting on eyeliner and like no know. i mean i was like i was a skater kid so like i was pretty much just having like the backy pants and like the puffy like dc and yeah. dbs shoes but no i never really got into the eyeliner but yeah. like i still like i loved a lot of music from that scene anyway like panic at the disco as great. well like a fever you can't sweat out dude and and they are great now i mean mm-hmm. in the sense of like they knew they figured out how to pivot and they pivoted fucking oh, yeah, hard with brandon yuri like doing things with, like dylan francis like that's another dude, one like keeping up yeah, with the times he is the, panic at the disco has i think two songs on the radio right now oh, that yeah. are like pop Sma- like smash well, like high hopes was I like thought that was fallout boy did you really because yeah, he sounds like yeah he sounds like patrick stump and yeah. i and i kept going wow good for fallout boy <laughs> and then one day like i like i saw like it, it like came up on like a tv screen and like the name came up and i was like what mm-hmm. that's panic at the disco good for them oh, but, dude, they're like, doing great he just did a song brandon yuri just did a song with taylor swift and like really and it's huge yeah it's yeah, he. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he definitely but, knows what he's um, doing. I mean, out of that whole, I'd say, out of that entire, cr- like grouping, like Fall Out Boy and my, like all of those, like they Panic at the Disco somehow managed to be the one that, you know, pulled it out and, and stuck around. Yeah. Like, um, they kept but, releasing music like pretty regularly. Too. Yeah, like, they never yeah. really stopped. And they're still like bit like they ne- like. I f- yeah, like they just they figured out how to pivot and they freaking did it. I, I was actually just thinking about that too. Just like, 
how really important that is to like change like oh yeah i mean if you want to stay true and real and all that stuff like that's cool but you too. can you can do that while still progressing you don't necessarily like progressing with the times your, your message sense. can stay the same exactly and you could still have like it could still be oh this is this band sound like obviously but wow they definitely like upgraded it a little bit so it's yeah. like it's definitely still them but like there's something I don't know that like moved forward with their music. Yeah, no, I I think it's like well, there's that whole thought of like selling out and like, I mean, there are obviously like you can you I'm sure there are times where you could point to an artist and say like this was a total sellout moment and yeah. that happens. But dude, at the same time, like every person, especially like people who are in bands, it's like yeah, like you do music because you love it, but like when you're a kid and like you're playing in a band, like I just want to be a famous rock star playing yeah. in front of thousands and thousands of people. And sometimes that you have to sell out yeah. like to be able to do that. But like, I don't even, un- at this point, like I don't even understand what that even means anymore. No. Yeah. Cause it's just like, you make things that you like, but yeah, like you're on like a record label and like they tell you things that you have to make, but it's still you. Yeah. I don't know. It's, that's well, a, that was always weird to me. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, there's this idea of like, um, uh, the Black Eyed Peas are a good example. I feel like that people go with where it's okay. like there are these like you know like talking about like the real woke like you know artists and they're out there talking about all these all this craziness going on and then Fergie joins and then they're putting out pop hits and like I I mean I'm not a huge Black Eyed Peas fan. I've never I wasn't. I mean uh, Elefunk. Yeah. Oh, I think that was I think that was like right when Fergie came yeah. into the band, but like that was like when they were still like the heart of like the black eyed peas yeah. like i really like that album but yeah that's i'm sure it's great and like that's yeah. a, it's just not an album i've ever gotten to and but I, I i was what show there's like a show that does like a funny kind of like parody about it and oh it's on uh it's on an episode of atlanta i'm pretty sure where there's like a they show uh like a, a group go through all the stages of essentially what the black eyed peas did really yeah and it's like and it's so like if the first time I saw it, it's like there's the episode where they have a bunch of commercials interlaced with it. Oh, the B A N, that one where like it's like the talk show. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Sure. yeah, I and love I'm pre- that And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's that. And they have a whole thing where they like kind of break down this this group that's like, oh, we're real and we're this. And then it's like they, I think they get like handed a check and they're kind of like, all right we're cool now, but like we're still gonna talk about. Th-. And then like it slowly progresses yeah. into them like doing like children's music eventually and it's just them okay. being like we're pop stars and we're making music like, <laughs> and 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 i'm probably bastardizing that to a, a whatever but when i think of it's i hate it because it's like i could be wrong i don't know enough about their trajectory but mm-hmm. like i feel like they're a good band to kind of point and say like they had this message and they were and then they kind of like they, they are a group that kind of went back on what they were saying a little bit and just were like i'm cashing checks yeah now. i'm just trying to make money and like yeah. i mean whatever like I think uh, Blink-182 is another good example of this, only because I loved that. You know, I still listen to them, but there's a very clear-cut moment in their history. Oh, absolutely. From Dude Ranch to all all the small things, to Enema of the State, where it was like, they got a new drummer, which Travis Barker is amazing. I don't give a shit what you think about that. And then I know people who are like, oh, I hate Travis Barker. But he's he's there for a reason. Yeah, he crushes it. You can Um, hate on him all you want. And then as they got through, like... More recently, because now it's Tom DeLonge's not in the band anymore. Matt Skiba's now. Oh, that's who it yeah. is instead of and okay. They, and it's it, look, <laughs> they are one of my favorite bands ever. But like, they're doing songs with like the Chainsmokers now, they're and like touring with Little Wayne. Little, yeah, and like, like, and it's like they're doing look, a song with the Chainsmokers. Uh, yeah. Gross. And like, and, and look, and and I always say like, you know, it, there's no such thing as like bad music. It's not for me. Well, that's you know? that's where preference comes. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 I, that's actually kind of the point I was getting to because I feel like there are bands that are like, oh, we're not sellouts. It's like, dude, you don't. It's not about that. It's we. I don't like what you're doing anymore, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Do what you got to do. If you got to feed your family, if you got to do, you know, you want your music to be on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it, man. I want you to be successful, but I'm still allowed to be mad. Well, and you, that's like you know? another thing where people are just like, oh, every album that this band makes sounds the same but then the second that that band actually starts progressing their sound yeah things like that oh just saw lightning sorry uh, yeah. oh shit it looks scary outside yeah. but like they're like yeah it's like oh i just want to hear them like do something different and then the second that they do something different it's like oh well this sucks and it's like it doesn't suck yeah. they just moved out of your yeah. wheelhouse not that different yeah like, and i'm just yeah. like like people don't know what they want anymore no i will say though i was a little <laughs> bit bummed when i i saw it was like some chain smoker song and then it was like featuring blink 182 and i was like 
Hmm. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, granted, like, you're allowed to have that opinion. I'm also a, so. an, uh, uh, an angry man now. <laughs> like, in Aren't the last. We all, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> we're in our late 20s, man. I'm just beaten down and. Millennials, man. Yeah, we were just. It's what we were talking about before <laughs> the, we started um, recording. But no, I, I, it's funny because I, I, I've just been thinking about that a lot. They actually, just using Blink 182 again, they just had a new song. They had a, a, a first single come out on their new album, and it's just very poppy. Like, it's totally something I could hear on, like, Q102. Again, okay. go for it. Yeah. Do your thing. Um, it just doesn't sound like Blink-182 in the slightest. Yeah. Then they release another song last week, and it is straight up a punk song. But here's the thing. Okay. It is 30 seconds long. Oh, motherfucker. Yep, <laughs> and it's just – it's clearly going to be a thing where it's like, hey, we still got it, and then they – it that it's just it's like that one song they have it's like I want a fucking mom in the yeah ass. yeah like or, or I want a fucking dog in the ass yeah they ha- they had a song on their last on on the album neighborhoods on their last album same exact thing where it's like it's like the bonus track and it's so good and it's super short and it's like thirty seconds long Dude, those are always like my favorite songs on yeah. albums and anyway we I, but I <laughs> the whole selling out thing though it was just something I've been thinking about and like I don't know it was just. It's just anymore. I don't know. We could we, that, again. That's a whole nother thing yeah, we could man. probably. But we're actually going to record like six more podcckets. Yeah, after just that. the two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after immediately after this, um, in this kitchen that is so hot, the air conditioner did nothing. It did a little bit because you turned it off, and now it's a little bit hotter. Yeah, no, I mean like it, it, my idea was to have the AC on until you got here, and then it cools oh, everything down. Yeah, well, you gotta, like, I know. I, there or something. Well, um, don't tell me how to do my podcast. I'm tr- I'm tell you how to do your air conditioning, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I as I am curious, like so when it comes to you know your musical journey, if you will, this is something I try to cover with everyone as well. Like okay. where when you were younger, I guess like what were some what was some of the music you were listening to when you were a kid and kind of like how are you like wh- what really st- sticks out to you still? I mean, it's gonna be like. Like we were talking about before, but like uh, Coheed was definitely one. Like definitely in like grade school. Like once like I really started watching like music videos on like MTV. Yeah, I found out about like Coheed. Really, System of a Down. No, uh, actually, I heard Favorite House Atlantic for the first time on MTV. Interesting. When I was like getting ready for school one day, yeah. and I saw that music video, and then System of a Down, I actually knew from a bunch of like friends that I did gymnastics with when mm-hmm. I was younger, and then like Hybrid Theory. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was definitely one. Um, Hmm. Yeah, because I honestly like I wasn't. I never really listened to like Green Day or like Blink One Eighty Two that much. Well, even so, like before, like when you were like a little, just just you know, just a little guy. You can't see, but my hand is on the floor right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like so, like I always talk about like Michael Jackson, like that album. Oh, he he was one of my favorites. But I mean, I guess at that point too, I was pretty susceptible to like what my mom was playing in the yeah, car because yeah. like being like doing gymnastics like it was like an hour drive there mm-hmm, every day mm-hmm. and she loved she loves like r&b but she also loves like hip-hop so like i found out about lauren hill like luther vandross that's how i found out about d'angelo mm-hmm. um like erica badu jill scott angie stone so mm-hmm. it was like a lot of that but then she also like like joe budden fat joe nice. and all that shit. it's like there was like a really there's like a really good balance of that too. that's awesome yeah no yeah i uh Man, like, and then I feel like some of those artists you've even gotten me into, like, mm. a lot more. Like, I've, of course, listened to, like, so, like, Lauren Hill and shit mm-hmm. like that, like, and, and the Fugees. And, like, oh, that, yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's impossible to say you've never heard a Fuji song before. Probably. Like, yeah. But, like, I think when we started hanging out more and, like, living together and stuff, like, I was like, you were just like, yo, like, you'd be more like, like, listen to this, some of this stuff, man. Like, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, we'd be mixing or something. Some like, of it's got to catch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, dude, yeah. So, um, so then from there, it's, I, I know for a little bit too, you know, and still, I'm sure you've gotten to the heavier, you know, like more like, you know, BT Bam and stuff like that. Were you, were you ever into like the, Oh yeah, that yeah, was, was uh, that was pretty much like, that was like right before I started playing in my high school band, Hell gotcha. Mandela, yeah. uh, Dylan, my friend Dylan Moore was, uh, pretty much the person who like got me into that whole style of music. Yeah. So like, yeah, like BT Bam, like Fall of Troy, Black Dahlia Murder, mm-hmm. uh, like the faceless uh board of osiris yeah like oh man i haven't those. thought about board of osiris in a while right. i've actually there's another one i've kind of been like going back into really? lately not like new stuff pretty much just like revisiting old mm-hmm. stuff but 
Yeah, I went into like had a like every day when I sit down at work, like I try to be like I'm like, all right, how am I feeling today? And I'll and I'll try to put on some music that makes me like that matches up with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like that's a weird thing or anything. Everybody um, does. Like I was gonna say, I literally, I think every single. I, I don't do. know why I'm describing something that. Dude, every I have I have playlists does. for my moods. Yeah, like whatever yeah, yeah. mood I'm in, I'll just put a playlist on. So I, I but I recently like was like ah, I'm feeling I haven't I haven't listened to like some metal in a while, and so I, like I started putting on some of like the Fall of Troy, some mm-hmm. not quite metal stuff. Um, and then was listening to like, like some BT Bam, which is uh, between the Buried and Me, yeah. and then uh, like oh, who was the other one? Oh, the Black Dahlia Murder as yeah, well, which is they're just so good. <laughs> and um, Stoner Rock. It's so weird because they're, they're they're not what you would think because they're just like straight up like stoner nerds. Yeah, but they're just really really good at playing. They metal play music. some of the fastest music. Yeah, I, I mean, is that like so with that whole genre? I know you said you're still kind of like so you are still listening to that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not, yeah. like definitely not as heavily yeah. like as I was in high school, yeah. but like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I said, like whenever like I find out about new style of music, like I try to keep my genres like I don't want to pigeonhole myself, mm-hmm. so I try to keep it open to like. If I find myself getting too deep into yep. one genre, I'll do the exact opposite and just like go into my Spotify and be like, wow, I haven't heard this band in like two years. And yep. it's like the exact different type of music that I've been listening to yeah. lately. Yeah. And then that maybe I'll go into the radio on Spotify and then I'll find out a bunch of like different bands in that style. Gotcha. So like it just kind of keeps, I just want to keep it rolling. Gotcha. I, don't want every, I don't want it to ever get stagnant. No, yeah. And I, I try to do the same. I actually, there's that new Spotify like stations app where it's like they do it's almost like a radio thing really and it's pretty cool like yeah you can just literally like i have like a 90s hip-hop like old school hip-hop which they basically are the same thing pretty much um well according to spotify they are (laughs) and then like they you can do them by like certain bands and stuff and it just like like the like the 90s hip-hop is just like all boom bap stuff just like literally and every it was like it's mainly from the late 90s i will say um so spotify you're on check Bro, Man, you gotta get the algorithms up, son. <laughs> <laughs> what a twenty first century thing to say. <laughs> I think, like, I, but um, and I had a whole point to that, and oh, uh, but anyway, I recommend doing that. That wasn't the point of that. I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. But anyway, so uh, you are a musician. Um, I am you're indeed. you're an intensely talented musician. I will, and I say that without you know, like, yeah. you're one of my good friends, one of my great friends. I will say, thank you, friend great at being a dick what uh, that was terrible <laughs> i'm gonna edit that out for no, sure please don't <laughs> but no sincerely like you you, you crush it on the bass Thank and you, then man. it's like oh i'm gonna play the drums now and then you play the drums well you better than well you and i'm just salty because i played the drums for a while and 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 and, and plateaued very early and uh, then <laughs> oh, there's a secret man <laughs> what's that gotta be black god damn it <laughs> i knew it you fell right into that i one, knew though. it i knew it um <laughs> and then you do producing as well. I mean, you showed me like Ableton and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know. And I remember, and I remember, we would just talk to each other about how neither of us could make any music and wondered why. Yeah. And then it was like because we're just sitting here talking to I each know. other. And I mean, I still do that too because it's like I like to have, like, as far as like musically creative outlets, I like to have as like wide a spectrum as possible because. Mm-hmm. I play, like, the way I play bass, the way I learn to play bass is different how I learn to play mm-hmm. and, like, how I play drums. Like, yeah. same with, like, me trying to teach myself guitar. Like, the way that I produce, like, every instrument that I play, I get, like, a different feel out of me personally. Like, okay. yeah. And, like, that's what, like, I want to see all the different outlets, like, that I can get gotcha. from it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you definitely, I mean, you've put stuff out, like, as far as, like, the production goes, like... Um, eh, nothing officially, but that's just, like, me just, hey... I like this. Maybe you guys will like it. I as think well. that's one of the best ways you can do it. Like, yeah. I, I think it's cool to be able to show not only, you know, like, hey, like, eh, this is just something I've been working on. And, like, I might not, like, it's cool to show your process a little bit and be yeah. like, hey, like, this is where, and then, like, maybe a year from now, you pick it back up and you f- get it finished or to the sound that you wanted to, or you evolve it into something different. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh shit, like, I remember when you put that out a year ago. It doesn't sound anything like that, you uh, know, yeah. anymore, but it sounds better. And this is why, yeah. you know? I mean, even though, like, I don't put out, like, because, like, I'm constantly making stuff too. Like, you can yeah. go through like my google drive and my dropbox and like there's probably like over 200 things in there over the past like five years so like even though people may not be able to hear my progression like i can see where Mm -hmm. my own progression Mm -hmm. is and like seeing where i'm headed and like what i like about it what i don't like about it so i'm pretty much just like evaluating myself when i really in reality once i do something and then i don't touch anymore i should just put it out yeah which i kind of have to get over because it's just 
like doing that it's like really vulnerable at the same time yeah it's just i mean like, you don't want to you don't want to put something out and then I, I think one of the worst things is like that and then no one listens to it even like at the same time like i like yeah that would suck but like i do it music is just more therapy for me well yeah I, well i meant more like like <coughs> i feel like it's like yeah you can worry that people won't like it but i would rather put something out and someone have a reaction to it as opposed to nothing oh yeah i think that's more what i meant oh that. yeah and like with that too like the way that i put stuff out too it's not like i'm advertising it or anything like my no, instagram yeah. like i'll literally just one day just put it up on soundcloud mm-hmm. and then it'll be on my facebook page like one time and i'm like why is this only getting like 20 listens and i'm like oh because nobody can fucking find it yeah, and like yeah. nobody would know that it's there so like that's another thing it's like if i really want to do that like i have to it's more than just making the music and putting it out it's like if you want to be successful at it like you have to market yourself you have to know how to market yourself which is oh, essentially yeah. like 50 percent of like the music industry at this point it sucks because you could be an amazing amazing musician but if you don't know how to market yourself it doesn't mean shit dude i mean how many bands have we seen like open for like some of the bigger bands like that we were actually there to see and it's like they're, they're so good and then y- you never hear about them ever again oh absolutely it yeah. happens so much and like even just in the local philly scene like i'm sure because you play in the scene like mm-hmm. you meet these guys and like i mean fuck even tolpa like you guys like, yeah i mean you like i st- your last ep like i th- like some of those all of those songs could, would be hits like genuinely like Thank you. and and the album before it too like there are some tracks on there that i'm like fuck like colin or anybody go to and i'm sure this has happened but like go to xpn and give them this shit yeah. like i want them to hear like and because yeah, it's pretty much like that like the last ep we put out it's like yeah like we advertise it what we put out but after we put it out that's like all that, was, did. that was pretty much it yeah. so it's like but also it's what else can you do i mean at the same it's just a matter of how far you want to go with it because it's like i could take this song go on like reddit forums or something and like go to like try to get it like placed on like netflix or mm-hmm. like some tv shows or something like there's a lot that you can do with it it's just a matter of how much you really feel like doing with yeah it. and it's funny i actually was just talking about someone recently that is like blowing up really big in like the electronic music world that i know mm-hmm. well like no in the sense of like we he, they're from the city like we you know played on similar bills or like you know even the same shows and um like i feel like like his he went from like pretty well known like other artists were playing his music but he wasn't really getting a lot of love and then he got a new manager i believe or a new agent or whatever it was like who are you talking about i'll tell we can talk about it off it okay um and he blew up like i mean went from like not anyone nothing huge i'm not talking about marshmallow by the way no i fucking figure that yeah i think i know who you're talking about but like and 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 i and i and i don't mean that in a bad way like he's an incredibly skilled producer he's Mm -hmm. incredibly good at djing clearly like and and it all it took was just like to find a new manager and to market themselves better absolutely and and now he's playing festivals yeah main stage festival shit oh yeah and i mean managers are definitely like a big part of it too because it's like yeah people it's like yeah i could do this on my own you don't realize you like no how idea. like how much work actually has to go into it. Yeah, no, it's it's like I remember because like with Dave and I with Gordon Bombay, like you know we could pay money on Facebook to like get our posts to like a thousand people reach, but it was like you'd have to pay like ten, mm-hmm. you know, whatever bucks, and and you're not even guaranteed that. And but it's like that. It's like people would see it, but it's not necessarily like people. Like I I would rather have like people go on their own to mm-hmm. listen to stuff like that than to just like pay for views oh yeah yeah but even I though like that is like pretty much what it is at this point now it's a shame so. but you know it is what it is though i guess but i did want to talk a little bit about the like the bands that you're in because obviously you know i've talked to tim i've talked to colin you're the the third and, and final member of tolpa indeed I am. um you know I, i've collected all the stones hey. so i know you weren't an original member actually uh i was not you were not you were you're the the second bassist uh yes. you know their their former bassist tom great guy just decided to move on and, yeah, and you were a no-brainer choice I say that again, like genuinely, because I remember when all that was kind of going on. It was like, well, are you guys going to talk to Jeray? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember you talking to me about and it. I remember, too. And I think I was like, just, just do like, it. You know, like Tom left the band, right? And I was <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, so, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, oh, you know, no. I'm not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what um, happens. So, I mean, as far as you know, with, with Tolpa, I guess, like, I, I don't know, like, did, have you, you, you've played how many shows with them now? Uh,. I mean, we've, so I've been in the band, I'd say, because I did that tour with them the beginning of last year. Oh, that's right. You, but that, yeah. was, that was right before I was yeah. in the band. I think I got it to the band, like, somewhere around summer. So, like, we played, I've probably been with them, like, almost a year now. Damn, time flies. But, uh, 
I don't, we haven't played like a shitload of shows, but like we definitely played a few shows, like a lot of like a couple of basement shows, mm. and then uh, we played like Ort Liebs, like right before I left for the European yeah, tour. Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, can't really remember, but like we we ended up recording, like we had a because they actually won that. Uh, there was like a contest for the deli. Oh yeah. yeah. Where there's just like like the artist of the month, and they ended up winning that. So we ended up I getting free recording time at Sleepless Studios. Yeah, yeah. And we actually recorded those four songs, but uh, as of right now, like we kind of been on a break just because, like, with being in the other band and the schedule is like pretty demanding yeah. right now. So like, I'm pretty much like after next week, I'm gonna be on tour until pretty much like the end of September. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. Well, so the other band you're in, Low Cut Connie. Yes. So where are you going on tour? Uh, so we're starting in like New England. So we're gonna go to like Maine, gotcha. Vermont, Connecticut. I think we're gonna go up to Toronto. Ooh. We're going to Ohio. We're going to Kentucky. We're going to Arizona, <laughs> and then we're going to Colorado. Oh, we're actually playing a uh, XPN too. Oh, nice! At the end of the month, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats! I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, just want a quick note. <laughs> The sky has apparently just opened up, and it's pouring, yeah, and there's a thunderstorm happening, so I, I'm going to apologize in advance for the noise. Um, fix the weather, Kevin. God damn. <laughs> I, I haven't found that app yet. Um, you just got back, as you mentioned, from a tour in Europe yes. uh, with Low Cut Connie. So I'm curious, um, when it comes to touring, like obviously, you know, you've you've played with bands like Hella Mandela in high school mm -hmm. and whatnot, I, you know... I don't want to diminish what you guys did with Hell Mandela, but like, yeah, I mean, it was a high school band, yeah. so like, we're only gonna go so far with that anyway. What for you? And then now that you're so, you're someone who is a big fan of live music, so yeah. I guess what are your feelings now being on the other side of the of the state on that stage? In all honesty, like it's almost like no different because it's like I've been playing, like I've been playing live music since I was pretty much like yeah. 16, 17 years old. The only difference now is this is my job mm -hmm. so like i literally just like i haven't like i'm waiting next week to leave to like go on tour to be there for three months and i don't have another job other than that right yeah. now so like that's pretty much what i do and i don't know it pretty much is like still the same like the only difference is like the first show that we played on that european tour we headlined a festival and i played in front of four thousand people yeah dude i remember you said like, in the group yeah that. four thousand people and it's like granted like right before it took a couple days like on the tour for me to get really over like the nerves of going on stage yeah, but yeah. like i got on stage and like i'm looking at all these people pretty much like staring at me waiting for me to play and then the second that we start playing it's like i'm playing for 10 people yeah. like it, it really feels no different yeah. which is which is really cool too because yeah. it's just i could pretty much just keep just doing what i've been doing and just like all i do is just get paid to show up and play bass now. it's fucking rad dude yeah, man, it's I, really cool. I mean i never got to play an instrument live i you know i've dj'd and uh, man, it's still an know. instrument in itself no of course but it's I, it's still i think a little a lot bit different um mm -hmm. But I will say those nerves, like, up and... I mean, you know, I don't play anymore, but, like, those nerves never went away. I actually... I knew I didn't want to DJ anymore when the nerves went away. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't give a shit. Well, that's, like, the one thing, too, because like, I always... Like, it's never, like, I'm fully, like, confident on stage, because, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to ever get overly confident or cocky about yeah, it, because yeah. then I feel like that is when... That's when you sell out. Well, that's like, or also like when the faults start happening because it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I got the shit. I don't have to practice, and yeah. then I go on stage not practicing, and then I'm fucking up things that like yeah. I should know really well. So like I always like try to keep myself like humbled in that sense. It's Good. like yeah, like even though like I got to this point, I'm able to like tour with this band, like have it be my job. Like this is literally like the easy parts over now. So like now it's just gonna get harder. Like I have to keep working twice as hard as I would because like all the people that I'm in a band with mm -hmm. have been touring like five ten plus years so yeah. like i'm like the least experienced person in the band and they know that but like they saw that like they said i have like natural talent so like they yeah. wanted to give me a chance and so now they're pretty much just like coaching me into what i need to do to mm. like make this my career gotcha so it's like i'm pretty much like a protege for this band which that's fucking really, awesome which dude. has been really cool you deserve it really i i mean i like i, I had you know i almost said i had to spend <laughs> i got to spend a couple years you know being on the other side of a wall and you know you're playing music, you know, crushing it on the bass, and and like so, I'm I'm over the moon happy for you, man. When you Thank said you, you were man. going to Europe, like I could not think of a more deserving person. Yeah, everybody, everybody's like been super, super awesome about it, like super supportive. Which I just is, love like, seeing my friends famous. fucking blow up. Oh, hell yeah, man! You know? That's why it was awesome fucking seeing you as like Gordon Bombay and yeah. like watching you, like you gain your following and like watching you start at like Kung Fu Necktie and then having your last show be like a fucking sold out show at Noto. Yeah. Like that was just really cool to see. Yeah, that was I still it's so weird to me, man. Like I, I well 
My other thoughts, I, well, and, and we can go into the kind of like road stories in a minute, but <laughs> you can't see it, but we're doing the, the hang loose. I don't even know Shitty. what the, yeah, Because <laughs> we're fucking cool. Oh. Um, but, uh, I mean, I will say from someone who's been on stage, and I feel like everyone who plays music would agree, there really is nothing like that. Like, for people who are listening who have never, like... It's so fucking scary mm-hmm. and so awesome. Like it's so rewarding yeah. too. Like, but just like for me, it's like I'm granted. Like I'm not like the best like public speaker. Like I wouldn't be able to go up on a stage by myself and just like be able to talk to a crowd yeah, like nah, that. I'm the same way. But being able to go on stage and like do in front of people what I've been doing in my basement like by myself for like mm-hmm. the past like 12 years and like people wanting to see it mm-hmm. like it makes it so much easier to do because they're just like we don't want to see anything crazy. We just want to see what you can do yeah yeah and and all i have to do is that yeah and i think it's i mean it's just it's awesome to be able to be like shit like and i always i feel like i said that a lot too when people be like well like oh like tell me about this like how'd you get this start it's like dude i just i used to play in my room you know that's literally how it starts and 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 now somehow i got lucky enough to get paid to do it it's like like, how far just like how far do you want to take it and it's like no matter how far you want to take it it's like how far you can go yeah yeah i mean there really is no limit and i kind of hit my end with it you know and that's that was for me and and i know dave can say the same thing and you know it was just like one of those things where you know we decided that wasn't for us i mean and i mean that's fine i'm I'm actually very happy about it because i don't have to spend every other weekend in an anxious wreck for at least because of that yeah but, no, um, i know that feeling as well i am curious though with especially with the tour in europe um what like i've never experienced i don't think mo- many people have experienced something like that before uh i honestly were you guys driving around in a van trains what, what like how'd that work uh so for the most part we had like it was like a sprinter-esque like van mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a normal van it was like one of those vans like the seats like the benches were facing each other. We had like a table in it. Oh, so it was like it was kind of bougie. Ooh. And so like we were driving around. Like there was a lot, a lot of driving. And then we ended up, we had to take a couple ferries. We ended up taking like a channel. Uh, we took like a flight, like a couple flights, like while we were over there. Mm-hmm. But like most of it was just driving and like the sights that you see while you're driving over there compared to like what you see around Philly. Oh, it's like nothing. I'm yeah, sure. just like Scotland and like Ireland were probably like two of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Just like oh, the yeah. cliffs and like the greenest hills you've ever seen. Like it's it yeah. was unbelievable. I mean, they literally film like fantasy mo- like yeah, landscapes there. It's like I mean, for good reason. Yeah, right? it looks because it is gorgeous yeah. over there, man. Um. I was gonna say, like, uh, you kind of answer my question. I was gonna say, like, over there, like, what? Well, so, what was the festival you guys played? I'm curious. Uh, so, uh, so the, we we actually played three festivals while we were over there. Oh, but the, oh. the first festival that we played, like, we go there and we're just like, oh yeah. So like, what's this property? And they're like, oh, this is a a duke's property. Oh, and I'm like, like like a royalty duke and they're like yeah they're like is he here he's like yeah he's like around here somewhere so like <laughs> oh josh he's just walking yeah, around henry oh I just, it fucking <laughs> and like died. i actually like for, i don't know why but like i expected like this dude just yeah, like yeah. in a suit with like a feather coming out of yeah. his head and then like we go we play our set and we get off the stage and like the first thing this guy just comes around to me great show loved it it was like oh, it was fantastic i'm like oh what's your name man? he's like i'm henry this is my festival and i was like oh, oh shit <laughs> it's you and he's just like yeah like you guys are great we've been trying to get you for a couple years and it's like we want you to come back next year shit. so like that was the one festival we played and then we played a festival in germany which pretty much like rained the whole time we were there too mm. which kind of was like really muddy but like it was like kind of like not a lot of people in the area but the second that we got on stage because it was like a lot of like kind of like knee slapping like country music gotcha. for the most part gotcha. and then we got on stage and like literally just watching all these people like pour out of nowhere to come and watch us oh, and that's it, awesome. like probably ended up being like almost like a thousand people there too <laughs> i was really afraid you were gonna say the opposite of that and be like a bunch of people just left no man it, it ended up being really cool and we played on like if you look at it from the front, it looked like a porch of like a really nice like country house. Nice. But, but from the back, it was literally just like a setup like stage. Oh wow! But it was like it was really cool, really nice stage. Like everybody there was awesome. Everybody loved the music. Mm. And then the last show of the tour, we played a festival in Sweden, okay. which was actually really cool. It was like really well run. I think mm. it was called a. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, yeah. but uh, it was like Can't kind of like cool, huh? it, it was fucking awesome. So to, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, so like they set us up. I'm just like, jealous, man. Ah, don't be jealous, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like they set us up, and it's like in like this kind of like enclosed like building area, and there was like a stage outside. There was two stages outside, and there was like a stage inside, and we 
were the headliners of that one too. Damn. And the stage that we played on, we found out right before we went on stage that we were the last band to ever play on that stage. What? Because it closed down literally the next day. Damn. And like since everybody knew that, literally everybody from the whole festival because we were the last band like last people to play like everybody packed into this room Whoa. and it was like another like 1500 2000 people dude and it and like we were like sitting in the green room and we just heard people like stomping like we figured like people didn't even like know who we were for the mm-hmm. most part and then we get out there and just like everybody's fucking losing their mind that's amazing and dude. it ended up being like and with that band too it definitely shows like how much fun we're having on stage because mm-hmm. it's like that was like a big thing for them it's like yeah like we want you like this is your job this is what you do but like don't just like don't look stiff on stage like have fun with yeah. it and like that was definitely the one where i think we all because like three out of the six of us in the band were new like we started playing on the beginning of this tour oh really so it was me uh the girl uh backup singer who also she plays she backup sings she plays violin and she plays guitar damn and she's like a fucking powerhouse and then the other dude who plays guitar like we were all new mm-hmm. so like it was like kind of like a little rocky at first like getting to know everybody yeah, but yeah. like I mean, these are pretty much the only people that I saw for pretty much like a month straight. I'm sure, you know, you learn a lot about people. Absolutely. I mean, you, because it's like, I don't understand, like, people like really not understanding my personality at first. Like, I didn't really get theirs. But then once you see them every day and you realize it's like, oh, I thought this person was an asshole. It's like, oh, no, this is literally just like their personality. So it's just like, and then you just get used to it. And then like, you find common ground between everybody. And it's, I don't know, it was a really cool experience. And like, now I got home. And then immediately they just, like, because they live in, like, Seattle, Colorado, and, like, Nashville. So, oh, like, wow. we all, so we all got split up. And, like, now we're just in a group text just, like, constantly talking to That's each other. Because awesome. it's, like, the after-tour depression. Got, yeah, no. And then you're going right fucking back out, yeah, apparently. For longer. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you'll be some mostly, you know, you'll be stateside at least, yeah. you know. so Kind of like a home base-ish. Yeah. Just not, like, in completely foreign. Are they based out of Philly, technically? Low Cut County? Yeah, they're from South Philly. Gotcha. Okay, so, uh, so, yeah, the lead singer and the guitarist are both from South Philly. Gotcha. Okay. Um... I, I think that's all I got, honestly, uh, right now. I mean, time wise too. We're we're yeah, you know yeah. we're at that point. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, we got the rain fucking going too. So. Fucking, I can't stand the rain. So I want to do my recommendation for the. Well, no, we're gonna let you do your plugs first. So. Um, I'm plugging them. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to plug, bro. You just named two bands that you're in. Oh, right, yeah. You're in, you're... <laughs> so, uh, never had to do this before, so we're going to plug some stuff, right? You can just say whatever you want to plug. It could be your own personal well, shit. Well, I mean, we could... got outlets in the wall. I can just go plug some stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the one band that I'm in, Tulpa, that we talked about, mm-hmm. we actually put out an EP um, in like the middle of May. It's called Tucked In. And Tulpa, T-U-L-P-A, if, so you wanna, if you want to check it out. And then the other band that I'm in, Low Cut County, uh, South Philly band. We're actually going back on tour. We're playing a bunch of dates like New England, Canada. We're playing XPN. But uh, yeah, check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you guys stream your shit on. Are you going to be on the stage at the Susquehanna Bank Center? I don't know if we're going to be playing the main stage because I think there's like a couple different stages. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, but gotcha. we're, we're, we're playing the same day as Elvis Costello and Blondie. That's fucking unbelievable. Right? <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Kev here. Just wanted to do a quick plug for Low Cut Connie. Uh, so coming up uh, in November, they're going on tour with Big Frida across the country. Big Frida in their own right is amazing. So absolutely, I would check out this tour if they are coming to your city within November. A few dates just to toss out here. November 1st, they're in Portland, Maine. November 2nd, Boston, Massachusetts. They're going um, going to be in Ohio. November 4th. St. Louis, Missouri, November 9th, and then they're going to be out on the the West Coast through the last half of November, and then back here in Philadelphia for their own headlining show at Union Transfer December 21st. Grab tickets for whichever show is in your city. Uh, give them a listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, Bandcamp, and all that good stuff. Thanks. So, uh, my recommendation for the week yeah, this week, and I had it written down, and now it's not in front of me anymore, is, and as I scroll here, so it's, oh, duh, it's an album I've actually been listening to a lot of recently, okay. uh, it's called Casual High Technology, it's by Wahada, which is Reggie Watts, and, uh-huh. um, oh god, what is the other, the other dude's name, I only really, I, I'll be perfectly honest, I know about them because of Reggie Watts, because I'm a fan of 
of him and then he has so he has a super group it's john tejada that's the other fucking person i can't i'm mad at myself that i had to google that who is that uh he's a producer uh okay. and like musician in his own right he's part of simian mobile disco which is like a pretty big house tech house like techno uh, he's he's like really in like just within like the whole like house music and electronic genre he's he's just big in there like cool uh and it's just it's the two of them. It's it's definitely house-based, electronic, Reggie Watts music. I don't even know how to, like, yeah, describe I mean, that, it. Yeah, I mean, that dude is, like, in his own realm. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, it's it's awesome. I, you would love it, so cool. I will send that to you because it's de- it's right up your alley. I mean, it's Reggie Watts. And, Please do. Um, and, uh, and then, well, so check that out. It's, uh, again, the band is Wahada, and it's uh, W-A-J- a T T A uh, is how you spell that, and then the album again is um, uh, God damn it! I'm <laughs> it's so hot in this room, I know, I and know. it's it's just killing me right now. Is uh, casual high technology, um, but that's uh, another episode of the last. I can't even think of the only <laughs> podcast name right now. Uh, the last song you heard, Dre. Thank you so much. Thank you for having it's me. It's truly man. been an honor to have you on here. It's been it's an oh, honor to be here. It's been a while since I've even hung out with you. I know, man. Yeah, well, this, just, is a, this is a good way to get back into it. Right? Well, you've been away, and then you're going away again. Yeah, man, you're I leaving got, us. I got like less than a week, or I got about a week. Well, I'll probably see you in September then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll be around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I'll no, be around. No, uh, and then uh, for, for my plugs, I'm going to plug this specific episode of this podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> So thanks. At the end of it? Just, yep. <laughs> I'm assuming that someone's going to turn it on at the very end of the podcast and go, I wonder what this is about. And then I'm going to say, again, listen to specifically this episode. Listen to all the other episodes that came before it. You can find on all the socials. It's at the last song pod email. If you want to send me some emails, uh, you know, to tell me about how I'm doing, uh, ask me how I'm doing. I'm cool with that. I'm always down to, you know, answer those questions. <laughs> My guest here, Lena. Up to the mic, and he's gonna say some smarmy shit. And no, I'm, but I, uh, I decided against it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's the last song you heard at gmail.com. Um, so feel free to, you know, recommendations, whatever it is, you can just shoot me an email. That that would be awesome. I'd love to hear from you. Um, well, again, Jure, thank you so much for being on. I'm gonna have you on again at some point. Uh, okay. Apparently, it's gonna have to be via Skype because you're gonna be in Sweden at some fucking. Festival. I was already in Sweden. At some festival. Are you not allowed to go back? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm, no, I'm so never allowed so, I'm to go so back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't um, want to bring that up, man. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> That's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>